Good morning, Sunshine family. I am back this week to talk a little bit about beliefs. Um, there's a book by a guy named Ari Weinsweg uh, called The Power of Beliefs in Business. Um, I gotta be honest, I didn't read the whole thing. It's like 600 pages. It's a massive book. Uh, but I did skim through a bunch of it, and I think I got the gist of it. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that, because um, it kind of inspired me a little bit. I think it's interesting uh, getting into the the reasons we make decisions, the way we make decisions, uh, the way we behave, and this is a big piece of that. Uh, we start off by really kind of defining what are beliefs. In its most basic, really beliefs are, you know, that, that feeling of conviction or a, a certainty that something is real or it's true. Um, beliefs are really also our brain's way of making sense of the world and, you know, navigating through it. Um, really mental representations of the ways that our, our mind expects things in our environment to be like, to behave, um, and how things should relate to each other. And it's, it's interesting because your beliefs, a person's beliefs are automatic, you know, completely automatic. Um, and we have beliefs pretty much about everything. You know, what's too hot, what's too cold, you know, what's the best temperature to cook a steak, what's the best TV show, you know, how should you act, how should you look, how should you feel. Um, it, it really affects everything. Uh, and, and this is why it's important to explore beliefs. They're an incredibly powerful force in our lives. Uh, the, they impact how well we work together, um, our teaming, the quality of our work, the services and products we provide. Uh, they impact our personal organization, uh, our accountability to each other. Uh, really, everything in our lives is likely to have a root belief. Um, gaining awareness and becoming more mindful of our beliefs puts us in a position to kind of slowly and steadily shape our lives and our relationships how we would like them to be rather than just how they've always been. To really kind of start talking about how beliefs work, there's something called the belief cycle. Um, it's a four-part cycle that really describes how beliefs can impact our lives. Um, it, it's most, I mean, I think it's most oftenly kind of described as self-fulfilling prophecy. So try to imagine the belief cycle as a circle broken into four quadrants and, you know, one part leading directly to the next. It starts with our belief. Um, so perhaps you believe that, you know, in your environment, your ideas aren't worth very much um, and no one really cares uh, what you think. And that's your belief. Um, what's likely to happen is it's going to lead to the second part, which is our action. You know, and, and if you feel that way and you believe that, you're likely rarely going to voice your views. You know, you're not going to speak up very much because, you, you know, what does it matter? Who cares anyways, right? You know, what, what this can do, um, you know, flows into the third part of the belief cycle, and that's others' beliefs. So, you know, because you're rarely voicing your views, your silence feeds the belief in others that you don't have a lot to offer, that you just don't have a lot to say, um, or perhaps even you're not very committed to the project that you're working on or the goals of the company, say. This unfortunately will kind of flow into the fourth part of the belief cycle, which is others' actions. You know, so because of this scenario, your coworkers might not ask you for your views, 
um, on important issues or really think to include you in discussions. You know, and, and that kind of fulfills the prophecy of your original belief that your ideas aren't worth much. They will become worth less in others' eyes. So how are these beliefs formed? You know, the main thing is that we're not born with them. Uh, they're developed, they're learned over time. We learn them really early um, and they stay with us for a very long time. Uh, I, I would consider your beliefs to be unconsciously competent. Um, and really what that means is you, you don't even know that you have them. Um, you don't think about them, they become automatic. Uh, and you don't even really notice when you're reacting or, or making a decision based on a certain belief. Uh, we also have an ability to filter information that we receive based on our beliefs. Um, and a lot of us, it's pretty common to ignore or just completely discard information that you've received that's just not supported by your belief system. Um, and unfortunately, because of this, uh, you could be missing out on a lot of new uh, experiences or new ideas. Um, and I, I think that's what's behind, you know, calling someone stuck in their ways. Really what they are is stuck in their beliefs. Some examples of how beliefs are formed. Um, you know, a lot of them are from people that we trust, like our parents, you know, things that they say uh, or we witness while we're growing up. Um, maybe even more powerfully, beliefs are formed from people we don't trust, you know, experiences that we've had um, that create, you know, negative imagery, emotion, um, experiences, that sort of thing. Um, they can also be created by um, experiences in the present uh, that you're comparing to the past or give context to events in your past. Uh, those are also very powerful belief formers. Um, you know, experiencing major change of context, you know, that, that creates beliefs. You know, you felt one way all your life and then, you know, bam, all of a sudden that thing is just not true anymore. Um, and, and you've given your mind proof of that will completely overwrite or change a belief. Um, you know, one of the big ones is having an intense experience, regardless of what that experience is, whether it be physical or emotional, um, you know, a bad car wreck uh, could change the way you believe in traffic laws, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and, and another thing is the, the intensity and the consistency uh, with which we hear some messaging. You know, that's, that's the idea behind propaganda. Um, or, or brainwashing. It's this, you know, constant, intense reminder that something is the way that they want you to think that it is. Um, so beliefs can be formed by, by a lot of different people, places, things, events. So what it really comes down to is our alignment with beliefs um, and getting into alignment. I personally believe this is where a lot of the the small day-to-day -day stresses come from. Um, little beliefs in, you know, I, I should have done a better job, I, I could have done a better job, or people expect too much of me, or, you know, those sorts of things. Those are little misalignments, uh, which is fine most of the time. You know, you make a small change, uh, or you just start a new day, and things kind of reset and, you know, fix those small misalignments, or, or they, they pass by unnoticed. Um, but there's a threshold to this, you know, and, and you can cross it, um, and then you're way too far out of alignment, which is when you feel the real pain. 
you know, that, that pain uh, from a chronic misalignment or an intense misalignment, um, they're really just simple messages that you need to do something to fix a problem, it, you know, whatever it is. In an organization like Sun Design, uh, these misalignments show up as, you know, like a, like a focus on the negative or, or negative aspects of something, um, a lack of commitment, a lack of accountability. Um, it, it takes more attention and energy to focus when you're out of alignment. Uh, so like all the stress levels get higher, the, your, you know, individual's quality of life, group quality of life goes down. Um, our products suffer, our service suffers. It could be any number of things that, you know, looks or feels like it's going down the wrong path. So, you know, getting your, your business back in alignment is going to look to things like the, like the company vision, the core values, uh, the shared systems and processes that, that we use to get through the work days, uh, the culture, the way, the way people treat each other, um, and the beliefs that are, you know, common amongst everybody that works together. You know, it's, it's everyone's responsibility in an organization to uh, gain awareness over their own beliefs, um, identify them, and, you know, sh share them with others in a, in a positive way. You know, there's, there's three kind of types of beliefs. There's the positive belief, um, which most often leads to a positive outcome. The negative belief, which will inadvertently lead to a negative outcome. Um, and the neutral belief, which leads nowhere. The neutral people are the ones that say, well, I, I don't really have a stake in this. Uh, I, I don't really have a, a feeling about any of this. So you guys just do whatever you want and I'll be fine. I'm going to wrap this up with um, just an example of, of how this kind of plays out uh, in our world. Um, let's just say there's a, a disagreement with one of your coworkers. You know, you, you're not feeling like the work they did is meeting your expectations of quality. You know, the, the negative belief of lead would sound more like, uh, you know, this person is impossible and, you know, just doesn't get it. I'll, I'll do the work myself. Um, which, you know, maybe the work gets done, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't teach anybody anything. Nobody gains but yourself, potentially. Um, where leading with a positive belief could sound uh, more like in that same situation. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's natural to, to, that strengths lead to weaknesses. And of course, we're frequently going to disagree. And of course, we're going to see things differently. And honestly, that's a healthy part of the diversity and the different strengths everybody brings. Um, so let's get aware of them, share with each other, and help everybody improve and bring the whole thing up to a higher level. Uh, thanks, you guys. Hope you're having a great day. Take care.